Good morning. Our first scripture reading is a long one, so buckle up. Let's go. Uh, Isaiah 61, everyone. Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring the good news to the oppressed and to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give him a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities and the devastation of many generations. Strangers shall stand and feed your flocks. Foreigners shall till your land and dress your vines. But ye shall be called the priests of the Lord. You shall be named the ministers of our God. You shall enjoy the wealth of nations and the riches. You shall be glory because their name, shame, their shame, rather, their shame was double and dishonor was proclaimed as their lot. Therefore, they shall possess a double portion. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them their recompense and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples and all who see them shall acknowledge that they are a people whom the Lord are blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord who, sorry, let's try that again. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exalt in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robes of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with garland and as a bride adorns herself with jewels, for as the earth brings forth its shoots and a garden causes what is sown and what is to spring up, so the Lord will cause righteousness and praise to spring up from all the nations. The word of the Lord. Our second scripture reading is found in Luke chapter 4. I'll be, begin reading in Luke chapter 4, verse 16. When Jesus came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of all the synagogue were fixed on him. Then he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Sermon today is going to be a little bit different. It's, uh, I'm calling it an interactive sermon. And I actually was doing this with Peter in mind, even though I know he wasn't going to be here today, because I know he likes to respond. So hopefully if he listens to this in the blogosphere or the, you know, the, the cloud or wherever he might hear it, he'll be able to respond as well. You know, pretty much any time you choose a title for something like a sermon, you would do well to Google it to see if someone else has already used it. Sure enough, I decided to entitle the sermon, Land That I Love, 
And it just so happens that Charlie Daniels has an album by the same name. Who knew? Well, I guess Charlie Daniels fans knew. But I'm staying with the same title while giving Charlie Daniels his props. Oh, land that I love. I was driving down Highway 45 Monday with Rachel's dog and two cats in tow. By the way, Highway 45 really needs some work in some places. The bumps, were, the bumps were not good for the pets or for me. And I pondered the seeming absurdity of it all. Here I am in a Ford Escape with two cats and a carrier in the back, and with Daisy the dog and her carrier right behind my head, and with things stuffed in every corner to give to Rachel and Jason when I meet up with them. Here we go on a five-and-a-half-hour adventure. You know what I love about our land? I love being able to do something like that if I want to. Saudi Arabia women are just now being allowed to drive. Wow. I love traveling. I love driving. My life has revolved around I-55, I-65, and I-10, I guess, my whole life. I've also had some great adventures on Highway 51, Highway 305, and Highway 31 over in Alabama. Isn't it great to be able to get into your car and just drive wherever you want to go? What roads come to mind for you? Any roads of significance that come to mind for you? Highway 61. Okay, pretty famous one there, Highway 61. Somebody else? I-90 up in Wisconsin. I don't think I've been on that one yet. Okay. 72, Highway 72 goes to Huntsville, doesn't it? Okay. 72, somebody? What's that? I think it's 241 from Montgomery to Ozark. 241 from Montgomery to Ozark. Maxine's car has it memorized. Okay. Highway 59. Okay. And where does Highway 59 go? <laughs> right straight down to the Whataburger. Sally's car has that one memorized, and now Kenneth is going to have it memorized too. I-55, absolutely, okay. I-40, okay, to Nashville, yes. 78, okay, yeah, oh, 78. Yeah. Highway 4, yeah, okay, between Sinatobia and Holly Springs, kind of, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, what's that? Southern Avenue, okay, Southern Avenue. Highway 57, okay, we got a bunch of them out there. All right. Oh, land that I love. So I got on the road with my supply of snacks. I figured I'm going to be in this car with these animals. I'm not going to be able to stop and get out, so I need to have Andy a good supply of snacks with me, although I would do that anyway, even if I didn't have, you know, although I'd be stopping in convenience stores and getting more if I didn't have them with me. I'm into the Cheez-It Grooves right now. Cheez-It Grooves Sharp White Cheddar. They're really good. Martha bought a big box to send with Rachel and Jason on the honeymoon, but she forgot to send them. So we scarfed that whole box. I mean, it didn't last long. I just like junk food. I do, even if it doesn't like me. I like potato chips and pretzels, roasted peanuts. What about you? What kind of junk food do you like? Anybody? Funyuns. Funyuns. Oh, yum. 
the fake onions, bugles. You used to just get them only in one flavor, but now you can get all different flavors of bugles. Trumpets. Back then, called them trumpets. <laughs> Anybody else? What's your favorite junk food? Chocolate. Laura says anything chocolate. Okay. Anybody else? Little Debbie's. Oh, yeah. You like the little cream pies? I love those cream pies, the little Debbie cream pies, especially the big ones. They have the regular pies. Then they have the big ones. got more cream in the middle. Mm -hmm. Carmelo. Carmelo. Okay. Nutty Buddies. Oh, yeah, Nutty Buddies. Like some Nutty Buddies. Anybody else? Your favorite junk food? Cheese? Anything with cheese? Martha bought some things, some of the little cheese things at uh, Costco yesterday. What wisps? Yes, made out of parmesan. I could eat the whole bag, I believe. Okay. So, yes, we love our junk food. I didn't bring any samples. I ate them all. Okay. Oh, the popcorn with the chocolate drizzle. Yeah, that's good stuff too. It's interactive. It is. Yeah, you're interacting with me. Not that kind of interactive. Oh, land that I love. I turn the radio on when I'm starting out on my trip. I love Sirius XM radio. Yes, I do. By the way, the dog and cats tended not to like the 70s and 80s, nor did they like the classic rewind or classic vinyl. It seemed that they were more into the yacht rock radio and the bridge. Those were the ones that seemed to calm them the most. But I, tell, I love American music. Leonard Skinner, James Taylor, Billy Joel, Chicago, ZZ Top, Journey, Van Halen. What about you? Simon and Garfunkel. Maxine's already had to add to the list. What, mu what American music do you like? REO Speedwagon. CCR. Give me some Credence Clearwater Revival. Yes. Eagles. I was. I, I didn't put them on the list because I was waiting for you, Kenneth, to say Eagles. Okay, the Eagles. Okay, Boston. Didn't say Boston. Boston. Yeah. Anybody else? Heart. Somebody else? Charlie Daniels. Okay. We have the Charlie. Don't exclude the obvious. Okay. All right. There's another obvious one in, for this area too. That you know. Elvis. Absolutely. Okay. Love our American music. Oh, land that I love. One of my stops with the pets was a little town in South Alabama called Citronelle. It's where my dad was raised. We stopped at the old high school, and I got Daisy out to walk around, and Daisy did what a dog is supposed to do whenever you've been cooped up in a car for a few hours. The cats, of course, stayed in the carrier. I would never have let them out because I wouldn't be able to corral them to get them back in. So they just had to stay there and meow as they had been doing almost the whole trip. My memories of Citronelle and places like Baymanette, Alabama and Gulf Shores came flooding back to me. I love those old places. My old stomping grounds. What about you? What places what old places come to mind for you places that evoke certain memories anybody indiana, indiana. okay skating rink okay skating rink in indiana no okay skating rink hmm toby cinema in Senatobia is still in operation today okay somebody else what what speedway 
Riverside Speedway. I've heard about that. Never been, though. Heard about it. Yeah, okay. Somebody. Your granddaddy's farm. Oh, wow, okay. And where is that? Tuscumbia, okay. Love it. Okay, somebody else. Old stomping grounds. Anybody? Land that I love. Met Rachel and Jason at a park in Crestview, Florida to make the exchange. It's hot. Being in a park brought back memories of other parks, state parks, national parks. I love state parks and national parks. The Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Everybody should drive through the Smoky Mountains at least one time. Chihaw State Park in Alabama. Chihuahua, right down the road from us here. Gulf States Park. Redwoods National Forest in California is just amazing. And what about you? What state parks, national parks, national forests come to mind for you? Some that you might have visited. Shelby Forest. Okay, Shelby Forest, north of Memphis. Somebody else. What state parks, national parks, national forests have you been to? Anybody? What's Vicksburg Military, okay, Vicksburg Military Park, okay. Glacier Park in Montana, okay. Natural Tunnel, where's that? In Virginia, Natural Tunnel in Virginia, okay. Anybody else? Grand Canyon, it's on my bucket list, Grand Canyon. <laughs> you checked that one off, didn't you? <laughs> Anybody ever been to Yellowstone? Okay, Art and Sandy. Okay, Errol, okay. That's on my bucket list too. Yeah, yeah. So these beautiful places, wonderful places. Oh, land that I love. I spent the night in Crestview and I pondered what I was going to get for supper on Monday night. So I Googled restaurants in the area, and let me tell you, Crestview has a bunch of restaurants. I love restaurants, don't you? I, I love to eat out. I just do. I love to eat out. And there's all kinds of great seafood places there, fresh seafood. But I settled on Sally and Kenneth. <laughs> I went and got me a Whataburger. Yes, I did. <laughs> I went and got a Whataburger in Crestview, Florida. You know, sometimes you hear of other countries getting a McDonald's for the first time, and you think, good gracious. And I got to tell you, sometimes... Sometimes a good old cheeseburger from McDonald's just hits the spot, okay? There's not a Whataburger around. I, I got a faith. I love eating out. What about you? What are your favorite places to eat out? Carabas, okay? Somebody else? Mr. B's. Okay. Barbecue. Barbecue, just any barbecue. Just take me to a barbecue place, okay? Side street burger. Love some side street burgers. Yes, I do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Did you say Sam's? Oh, Peter. I was gonna say you go to Sam's Club and, and they got Sam's Club got good. Yeah. Pete and Sam's. Pete and Sam's. What's that pizza on a cracker? Yeah. Pete and Sam's. Okay. Anybody else? Favorite places to eat out? Mexican. Okay. All Mexican. Where you like to eat out, Easton? Like to eat out. Where you like to eat out? Who? Hunans, Hunans, Hunans. Like some Hunans too, yes. 
Sushi. You like sushi? Ooh. It's like the redfish. You need to go to redfish. They got sushi. They got more. That's why I go. Okay. You know, sushi. Okay. We'll leave this. I'll leave the sushi. I like my seafood cooked most of the time. All the time. Okay. We'll move on. Okay. Oh, land that I love. I checked out of the motel Tuesday morning and headed towards central Alabama. I went to fill up the gas and get me a cup of coffee for the road. Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts? Well, I had a gift card to Starbucks, so it became Starbucks. That's the choice. Although, there's a Dunkin' Donuts on every corner in Florida, I'm telling you, and it's pretty good stuff, too. Okay. What about you? What's your favorite coffee? Anybody got a favorite coffee? The kind you make in your hotel room. No, I don't think so, Sherry. I don't think so. There's a story behind that. There's an inside joke behind that. No, no, no. I'm not going to get that in the motel room. No, I'll go down to the lobby. Corey, what's your favorite kind of coffee? Black. <laughs> that narrows it down, doesn't it? Okay. Corey got me to drinking cold brew in the hot summer. Pretty good. Cold brew. Good stuff. Okay. All right. Folgers Colombian. Okay. Is that the right one, Amy? That's the only kind. The only kind of Folgers Colombian. Okay. Other beverages? Other beverages? Sweet tea. Come on, bring it on. Sweet tea. Diet Coke. Diet Coke. My dad, I bet my dad drank a thousand gallons of Diet Coke in his life. He loved it. Loved it. It was tab first. But then when they came out with Diet Coke, he switched. And Mama switched with him. Didn't have to, but she did. So, yeah, Diet Coke. Yeah. <laughs> I did taste tab whenever they had it in the house. It sure did. Okay. Sometimes, you know, just a good cold Coca-Cola, it's hard to beat. I'm just telling you, you know. Land that I love. Leaving Florida, heading into Alabama made me think of each state and the unique features they offer to American culture, even to the point of geographical features. Every state has something to offer. I, I wouldn't take anything for the wonderful beaches on the Alabama coast. Y'all like them too, don't you? Yeah, okay. Florida has a lot to offer. Florida, Disney World. I love Disney World. In Mississippi, have you ever visited the Petrified Forest in Flora? Anybody ever been? Amy's been there. Okay, Laura's been there. It's a really cool place. And I mean, it, it really is cool because in the, in the hot summer, it's probably 25 degrees cooler in that Petrified Forest. I mean, it, it, it's just an amazing place. What about you? Any states you have visited that come to mind with their unique features? Anybody? Montana with the mountains. Okay. Colorado. Oh, those are some more bucket list places. Yes. Okay. Heard of, I've heard about them. Okay. Somebody else. Special places and special states for you. Tennessee with the Titans. Tennessee with the Titans. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the wide open spaces of West Texas where you just drive and drive and drive. <laughs> Hawaii. Oh, okay. Yes. The part that's not being overrun by a volcano right now. Probably could get a good deal on a trip right now. Anybody else a state that you have in mind that has a special feature that you remember? Oh, wow. 
You know, it's just, I'm telling you, the Smokies are just, there's just something about them. It's just such a serene, serene place to be. It really is. Uh, Dog Patch USA in Arkansas. Arkansas, Dog Patch USA. I'm going to have to check that out, okay? Yeah. You say Northern Tennessee? Upstate New York. Oh, Niagara Falls, yes, and the Thousand Islands up in New York, okay? Maine. Oh, I've been to Maine. Uh, knee deep in snow at some point. Yeah, yeah, okay. So many, so many things that we can think about there. Oh, the land that I love. I drove into Baymanette, my hometown. I drove around the town and memory started flooding me again. I went by the old home place that we sold. Somebody else is there. Went by my grandmother's house. It's still there. Somebody else there. Went by the old the church that I grew up in and the pastor that I grew up with who's still there. And uh, Some of the places and the landmarks have changed, but it's still my hometown. What about you? Where do you call your hometown? Anybody? Mount Vernon, Indiana. Okay. Tuscumbia, Alabama. Okay. Ozark, Alabama. All right. Okay. Memphis. Odessa, Texas. Odessa, Texas. Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. Anybody else? Here. Rio de Janeiro. Okay. You win the distance award. Yes. <laughs> Peter was here. He would win it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Think about your hometown and what you like about it. Land that I love. I visited the cemetery in my hometown and paid respect to my parents and grandparents. As I stood there under a shade tree, it was so hot. I thought about how thankful I was that my parents were able to raise me to the best of their ability in the way they wanted for better or for worse, and mostly it was for the better. I was thankful that they were free to choose what was best for me, regardless of what others might have thought. Land that I love. Wednesday was the day that I met with a timber man about trees that had to be removed from the new home site in central Alabama. I also met with a builder and a concrete man to discuss footings on the new house. Choices! We have so many choices. We are free to choose how we want to live and where we want to live. What about you? Anything special about your home that makes it yours? Anything that would indicate it has your stamp of approval on it? Any features? Backyard. Swing in the yard, maybe. Something for you to be able to call your own. Land that I love. Rachel had been haggling with a buyer for her house in Louisville for several weeks. Everything from the house needing a doorbell to having the grass cut within five days of the sale. It's been a long and educational process for Rachel. Through power of attorney, I signed her closing documents for her Thursday afternoon. Haggling over small things is not fun, but it is nice to have the freedom to haggle, to say no or to negotiate. Land that I love. Got home Friday in time to celebrate Martha's birthday. Love celebrations, milestones, special times. We celebrate birthdays and anniversaries. We celebrate holidays, both religious holidays and national holidays. Isn't it nice to have the freedom to celebrate? 
We celebrate the 4th of July in a few days. I love fireworks. At our new house in the woods, I'm going to have a launching pad, Andy. I'm going to have a launching pad, a concrete launching pad to be able to shoot whatever firework I choose. On the 4th of July, we celebrate in many ways. We shoot fireworks. We wear red, white, and blue. We cook hamburgers and hot dogs. We go swimming. We spend time with family. We sing patriotic songs. We attend patriotic programs. Isn't it nice to have the freedom to celebrate? Land that I love. Thinking about all these things about the land we love can lead us to say things like, I am so blessed, or you're so blessed, or our country is so blessed. I said it, and you've said it. You've said it a lot. So blessed. But I got to tell you, in the back of my mind, I always have a little bit of a problem with speaking about being so blessed. You see, when I say I'm blessed, I'm bringing God into the equation, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I am, the implication is that God is blessing me and has blessed me. There's nothing wrong with that. It's true. But when I say I'm blessed, it would seem to indicate that I'm special. Special in God's eyes. That's true nothing wrong with that that is until we attach it to what we've just been talking about for to say that seems to also imply that there are those who are not blessed who are not seen as special in God's eyes that would mean that that God plays favorites and more specifically plays favorites with those of us who live in America versus those of us who live in other countries and as an aside, I'm, I can assure you there are many Americans who right now would tell you they absolutely do not feel blessed. But when we think in these terms, it makes it so easy to slide into a worldview indicating that God does, in fact, bless America, but looks the other way when it comes to blessing other folks in other countries. And I just don't think we believe that, do we? Do we? Because aren't we all blessed? Isn't every person blessed? Why? Because Jesus brings good news to the poor. I'm no more special than any other person from any other land, am I? Why? Because Jesus proclaims release to the captives. I am not, in fact, God's favorite because of where I was born, am I? Why? Because Jesus gives recovery of sight to the blind. My status as an American in the land that I love does not mean that I am blessed over others, does it? Why? Because Jesus lets the oppressed go free. I love the passage from Luke where Jesus picks up the scroll, finds the passage from Isaiah, reads it, sits down and says, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. You know, he wasn't literally talking to America when he said that. He, he really wasn't. We have since been included in that. But we are not exclusive. Not by any measure. Jesus brings good news to everyone. Jesus proclaims release to every captive. Jesus allows recovery of sight to everyone. Jesus lets all the oppressed go free. 
And because of that, everyone, everyone is blessed. Thinking of the 4th of July and our independence sometimes brings to mind things like the Statue of Liberty. And I'm sure you've heard the famous line associated with the Statue of Liberty, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. This line comes from a poem called The New Colossus, written by Emma Lazarus in 1883. She wrote the poem in order to raise money for the construction of a pedestal for the Statue of Liberty. In 1903, it was cast onto a bronze plaque and placed inside the pedestal's lower level. And so the entire poem is there in the Statue of Liberty uh, on a plaque in the pedestal, the New Colossus. And it reads as follows. Not like the brazen giant of Greek fame with conquering limbs astride from land to land, here at our sea-washed, Sunset gates shall stand a mighty woman with a torch whose flame is the imprisoned lightning and her name, Mother of Exiles. From her beacon hand glows worldwide welcome. Her mild eyes command the air-bridged harbor that Twin Cities frame. Keep ancient lands your storied pomp, cries she with silent lips. Give me your tired your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore, send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Yes, folks, I've been blessed. And yes, you've been blessed. And yes, America has been blessed. But we could just as easily rephrase this into, I have been prosperous. You have been prosperous. America has been prosperous. But certainly there are those in other corners of the world who are not nearly as prosperous as we are. But as far as being blessed, God blesses everyone, regardless of where they happen to be born and live. And so I guess the question that I will leave with you this morning for us to ponder in our prosperity, living in the land that we love, is what is our role in helping God bless others? Let's pray.